Welcome back to episode number 27 of the NP Dude. This is Jeff the NP Dude giving nurse practitioners a voice, and that is all of our voices. My voice, your voice, let me be your mouthpiece. And I say it all the time, and I know I'm starting to say that as my new tagline, and I mean it. I really do. So uh, message me, email me, shoot me a note through Facebook, uh, tell me I'm full of crap, tell me I'm doing awesome, whatever you want, but let me be your mouthpiece. I want to hear issues that you guys are having, uh, whether it's you know dealing with physicians, whether it's dealing with insurance companies, whether it's dealing with uh, just the day-to-day stuff that you guys do that are a headache and uh, things that maybe we can try to figure out what those headaches are so we can come up with a better solution in the future and make it easier for all of us. So give us some guidance, give me some guidance, and I want to hear from you guys. So keep it up. You guys are spreading the word still. I've got three people just right in the last hour that said, hey, I'm on iTunes, listening to you on iTunes. So thanks for listening, guys. Keep up listening and let your friends know. I can't track it, so I don't know how many people are doing that, but just my downloads per day are still still creeping up at a, just a good steady rate, and that's good growth in my opinion. So I appreciate that. I got a couple things I want to talk about. I'm actually on the, on a road right now. I'm heading up to Cleveland. I'm going to meet some buddies at uh, the brewery. I think I mentioned it yesterday, and uh, just kind of a cool thing, right? I did my I finished my ACM waiver training today. Got my certificate. Jumped in the car and going up to meet some buddies at a brewery. Uh, it's kind of ironic, but sometimes you just got to take the fun when you can, right? Uh, so I'm excited about that and. Um, <clears throat> Seeing a couple weird questions, really obscure questions um, that, that are on Facebook. One of them is a Facebook post that's there that no one's responded to yet. So I figured I would just chime in with my two cents of it and uh, and see if and see if this person if if I can help him out a little bit and give him some guidance because I think it's nobody wants to touch that one because it's such a weird question and it's not her fault. It's just it's a weird question. So here's the issue, and since it's on Facebook, I don't have a problem really getting it out there, but I'm not going to use names, and I'm going to use a generic uh, hypothetical to kind of explain the situation. The generic hypothetical is, you work with a physician in a hospital. The physician is going away, but wants someone to cover for them, and you don't get to go on vacation. You don't get to take time off. So you're still working, and the question then becomes, they want to continue the incident to billing, but under a different physician. Huh. Right? So how does that work? They want a co-signer. So I don't, the question for me is, is bizarre because why do you need a co-signer anyways? And the only thing I could come up with is either it's the policy of that physician in your collaborative that they co-sign everything you do, or you live in an extremely oppressive state and they require a co-sign for everything. And I don't think that exists. So I wonder why. Ask the physician, why are you co-signing everything? You don't need to co-sign and still bill incident two if you're not changing his plan. So I guess the question is, is, is it just bad you know, mismanagement of your time? Otherwise, if they're co-signing everything you're doing, what's the point of you being there? It just sounds like a complete waste of your resources. So I, I think that I would, I would ask that question, number one, why are you co-signing everything? And number two, if the plan needs to change, it can still change under you for three weeks, and so he makes 85% instead of 100%. So I, I don't understand, the, I guess, the, the, where that question's coming from. Is it more of an issue that, that the individual, the physician, wants to just capture all of the 100% of the billing costs through Medicare or CMS, Medicaid, Medicare, whatever, 
Um, or is it really uh, something that's re- required in your state? I don't know. I'd ask those questions and find that out. Now, the, the question that was asked was, you know, do, is, it, is it lawful to do that, to have someone else step in the shoes and make you that collaborative? Yeah, I don't see why not. I don't see any reason why that can't happen. The bigger question is, is why is he wasting you as a resource and not having you just see patients? You know, if it were me, I'd rather have someone see patients, get paid 85%, and then I don't have to touch that chart. I'll do my my chart audits when I need to if it's a collaborative state, or, or if I trust you, I'll never do them ever. So I, I guess that would be my question for that one. So why, why is he doing this in the first place? Why does he need that? You don't need to co-sign. You know, you're not a student that needs a co-signature on everything. I, I just don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. So if you have questions on that one, I'm going to reply this one to, um, to that, that link, uh, to that thread on Facebook, and see if maybe I can get more information and maybe through a personal message and maybe I can help her out. Because, I mean, she has a legitimate question, but I don't think it's the right question that's being asked. And maybe it is, and I just, I'm, I'm naive to it. So maybe I can get more information from this person. PM me, give me information, uh, and, and I'll see what I can do to help you and, and maybe figure that one out a little bit better. So that was one question. Then the other one, and that was the bizarre one, right? Because it was just like, why, is they, why are they doing that? Um, then the other one was something that came through, and it was, uh, and how I do it a lot on Facebook is I'll see somebody put a comment or they'll make their post in the thread, and then I'll just say, you know, here, I kind of cover that on this episode, take a take a listen. And that's it. I don't say anything more. I don't get into the argument. I don't get into the debate. But if it's something that I've clearly discussed, like malpractice insurance or, you know, my view of, uh, you know, study guides or whatever, I'll post that and say, here's, here's how I think about it. And you can listen. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to. You know, this is fully voluntary. We have free association with this deal. So um, you can listen to as much or as little as you want. I encourage you to listen. I hope you're getting something out of it. Uh, But this one was about insurance, right? And it was uh, another insurance question, a lot of insurance. But this one was a little different, and it was something that I hadn't thought about because it was, it's pretty apparent to me just because of my background. I was like, oh, I don't know why the issue is there. And I actually misinterpreted how the question was formed first. And I came back and, and actually had some, a, a correspondence back and forth through Messenger, and I got more information. I was like, ah, no, I see what your issue is now. So here was the issue that I thought it was. You work on, uh, you know, family practice or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, family practice on the border between two states. And I live in Ohio, I'm real close to Pennsylvania and West Virginia, so we'll just say it's Pennsylvania. And I work in Ohio, I have an office in Ohio, I have patients, this is what I thought it was, I have patients that live in Pennsylvania and I um, uh, am on call every other week or whatever. I have a call schedule. So I have people calling from Pennsylvania to me in Ohio asking me, you know, I got a cough or a cold or little Susie's sick or whatever, but you're, you're effectively working on patients you know, you're in a state, they're in a different state, and do you need to worry about a license in another state? Do you need to worry about insurance in the other state? And it was primarily insurance was the issue, but I, I add in, do you need to worry about a license, right? So what's that question? How does that work, right? Because you're really in two states, and does it really matter? And it really doesn't. So the, to answer that question, you don't need to be licensed in Pennsylvania if you're taking call in Ohio. Because you're in Ohio. Your office is in Ohio. You see the patient in Ohio. Everything that they do is basically dealing with you in Ohio. And they're calling Ohio. 
So I think that, that there's sufficient enough um, contact with Ohio that you would you don't have a venue problem that you would have Pennsylvania saying hey you're practicing uh, as a nurse practitioner without a Pennsylvania license and we're gonna you know do some kind of weird state board action on you that's that's not gonna happen if you're just taking call now what the real question was was I work for a practice that's in Ohio and there's a practice in Pennsylvania same company or two different companies same owners and they want me to work in Pennsylvania office occasionally and take a call and things like that over there. So now that's a different question. Now you're actually providing services in another state. So your Ohio license means crap in Pennsylvania if that's the case. If you're working in Pennsylvania now. Some of the time. So what's the question? What do you do? Do you have to get an insurance policy for both states? The answer is yes, absolutely yes. You need a policy for each state. Because what happens with with an insurance policy is that every state has slightly different laws. They're all essentially the same, but the way that they, some of the nuances are different, and they change throughout time to time. And so the insurance companies will have a team of lawyers that will comb through all the states and jurisdictions, like Washington, D.C., Guam, the Virgin Island, wherever you can practice as a nurse practitioner, and get a license for that district, territory, state, whatever you want to call it, and they'll ha they'll have separate insurance policies for each one of them, so you got to get a different insurance policy. Now here's the deal, though: you could probably call the insurance provider and say, you know, I, I'm with Pro Liability for mine, so I, I would call Pro Liability and start there and say, hey, I need another policy. Uh, I want a discount because I got two states and two policies, and I'm not doubling my amount of time that I'm working. I'm actually splitting my time 50/50 or 30/70 or whatever it is, and and I'm adding in another policy. So I really would like to have a cost break. You know, not a 50% cost break, obviously, and they're not going to do that, but, you know, maybe 10% or 15% or something like that. Just because, in reality, the actuary is going to be able to calculate your risk. Well, your risk is 50% of it in both states now, because you're only working half time. So you're not seeing the full load of, of, of patients in both states. You're seeing half in Ohio and half in Pennsylvania. So you may you may be able to get somewhere there. Now here's the thing with pro liability. It's my understanding, and I don't know that much about pro liability, but when I signed up with pro liability, I got an underwriting document from Mercer. So my insurance policy is technically through Mercer. So when I say pro liability, that is the brokerage. I'm pretty sure they're just a brokerage. All they do is sell it, and they'll, they they very well may list multiple of the insurance malpractice insurance providers that are the underwriters. They may carry all of them. And they just, you know, they, they get you the best deal in your state at that time and that practice and that, you know, and that's the best deal right then. And that's the one you want to go with. Get the best deal because they're all pretty much the same. So that kind of covers the insurance issue there. And, and I thought it was just interesting because I, I totally misinterpreted how it was. I was thinking it was, you know, do I, you know, if I'm taking call, do I have to worry about insurance in another? And so that's, that's where it's hard to discuss things on Facebook and it's, it's hard for not only me to interpret things but it's really hard for me to convey what I'm trying to say in, in uh, two or three sentences at a time and you, you have a tendency to do over characterization over generalizations of things and, and there's always you know uh, it depends right that's my favorite answer well it depends it depends it depends it depends and it depends on what well if I'm gonna actually write that out I'm gonna bore the hell out of people because I'm gonna have a page and a half of it depends you know hypotheticals in there 
and uh, you know what better way to lose people is when you see you know a, a you know a page of Facebook post and it's like Ugh, that's a lot of words sometimes I'm not feeling like reading that after I've had a beer you know at 10 o'clock at night so I hope that answers that one it was pretty straightforward it, it was um, pretty interesting question though because I just never really thought about it I just I assumed everybody realized they need to have insurance policy for each state because they're all different there are slightly different nuances. Now, they may be able to say we can do an addendum if you're in Ohio and Pennsylvania and they're so close. Maybe, I don't know. But I would I would work that out with your insurance provider. And to be perfectly honest with you, I think I would feel more comfortable just getting a second policy with a different policy number that's clearly marked. This is Ohio and this one's Pennsylvania. And then chances are your employer's going to pay for it anyways. So you're going to get it re- reimbursed. Now, I would still ask, can I get a discount? Because if you can get a little bit of a cost break... And that just shows to your employer that you're, you know, you're looking out for the best interest of the practice, and you know, you're a team player, and that that, that goes, that, that's, you know, a couple hundred bucks uh, in a phone call for you may be worth it, and uh, you know, when that time comes up for renegotiation, that 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 happy thought of you looking out for the best interest of the company can maybe come into play. So that that's that's kind of what I had on that one. And the other thing was, um, like I said, I did finish the, my buprenorphine waiver, tra- waiver training today, and uh, it was pretty painless when it was all said and done. But one thing that I didn't mention before, and I didn't put it in my blog that I that I had, um, I linked to the ASAM website, which is fine. You can get to that from there. But what you have to do to actually get credit and get your certificate from AANP is you got to log into AANP and create an account with them. And I, I'm, I'm AANP and just passed there, so that's why I'm, I already had my account. It's just I clicked on it and I was in. But you actually have to register under the CE, um, you know, my CE uh, center or whatever it's called, the CE Continuing Education Center. You actually have to log in and sign up for it through them. And then you have to finish everything. Like uh, it's, you have to put in the, um, the the number that you get when you get done your, for from the uh, a, ASAM website when you complete everything, and then you have to do a questionnaire and all that stuff, and then you're done, right? You get your certificate. So that was pretty painless, but I didn't realize the step. And it's like you get caught in a loop of hell of clicking. So you'd click on one link, and it would take you to to. Um, AANP and there's nothing there to click and then you would click on the waiver training and take you back to ASAM and so I was like back and forth and back and forth and I finally just emailed them and said no you have to actually sign up for it through AANP even though you registered through ASAM so you could do it either way but you you can sign up for it either way you can go to AANP and sign up there too but just it was a, just a, hopefully a little tidbit that I found you know maybe a little helpful that can uh, save somebody having to go through tech support in, in half an hour of your wasted time so sign up through AANP and get your certification through there. The other thing, just a little housekeeping, and then I'm done. This is a short one because I'm going to hang out with, with, with some, some dudes I met here and some of my buddies. Um, Ohio's rules for House Bill 216. So everybody other than Ohio, we're good, right? You can you guys sign off if you want. If you want to still listen, you can. Uh, Ohio has finally, the Board of Nursing has put up on their website all of the information relating to House Bill 216. And guess what? It's still just the same talking point crap that they had originally. So OAA, or, uh, an OAA, OAAPN, our organization, has, um, I think, listed that as well. And I've seen other people in the Ohio Facebook page they're p- posting the same links and saying, yay, it's up there. Well, it's not helpful. It's the same garbage that was in the, like, 
three months ago. So it's not, nothing, no definitive, what do we do with our externship hours? I didn't see that in there. It was the same hours for pharmacology stuff and all the, you know, the changes in the collaborative and all, it was the same stuff. So go take a look if you're still in that externship like me. I'm not seeing anything that's saying it's gone. I, I just don't, you know, they, they say the CTPE is gone. I've, I've explained that, I think, four or five times now. But I'm still not seeing it. No one has given me any guidance. So I'm still counting my hours. Keep counting your hours just to be safe. So that's all I got today, guys. Nice short one. Nice, easy uh, Monday show. And, uh, you know, I just I really want to thank everybody for listening. You guys are doing a great job, and I'm seeing a ton of likes now. You guys are really spreading the word out there. Um, actively do this. Let's try this as an exercise now. So I'm getting a lot of people doing the likes. Let's see if I can get people actually um, sharing my page. Mm, let's try sharing. Let's see if that bumps up the number. Let's try to get for 400 on those likes, right? Let's see what we can do. Help me out, guys. Um, you know, I'm not doing this for any reason other than just to be out there and be a voice. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you guys don't find value in it, then uh, stop liking, stop listening, and tell me I'm a piece of crap, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll quietly go away. But it was right now, people are saying they, they like it and they want more. And uh, But to do more, I want to know what you guys have issues with. So you got to let me know what you guys want to hear about, and I'll find out what we need to find out about. One of the things I'm learning right now is uh, setting up nonprofits. I'm kind of doing that on the side just to see if I can figure it out and come up with some guidance to help people on that. So once I get more information on how to set up a nonprofit organization, I know the majority of it, but some of the tax stuff is pretty pretty, uh, pretty dry. So I'm trying to go through that and get that information and, and uh, see where we can go with that. And Maybe we could get some people that are setting up practices that need, need uh, some guidance on setting up a nonprofit. We can go through that maybe one show. Let me know what you think, guys. I'm still thinking about doing the, uh, uh, this is what it's like to be an NP versus a PA versus a physician and, and t- you know, what, what you can tell your uh, non-nursing friends you do and point to that show. I'm still debating that. Nobody told me if they want me to do it or not. So tell me if you want me to do that show and I'll do it or not. Let me know. Um, other than that, keep liking, keep uh, start sharing. I want to see the shares and see those bump up. And... Uh, you can always email me, Jeff, at the npdude.com. You can always uh, link to me at the npdude on Facebook. You can message me on Facebook. That seems to be a, a, a favorite. A lot of people are messaging me uh, personally or through um, through my Facebook page, the npdude. And either way is fine. I get, I get both of them right away. I always have my phone on me. If I'm working, you might not hear back from me for a little bit, but I usually say I'll catch up with you later or something just so that way I, I, I let you know that I heard you. Um, so keep keep those rolling in, guys. You guys are doing a great job. I appreciate what you guys are doing, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye.